people deluded i'm back again thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time i hope you've all had a good week i hope you have a good friday good morning to you lot out there good morning good afternoon good evening and in some cases good night welcome back to another edition of the deluded podcast the really and truly podcast the dg podcast i'm very appreciative to have the support base i that i have with you lot so shout out to you whether you're locked in via youtube by whether you're locked in via spotify apple music and things if you're not already make sure you've subscribed on youtube make sure you're following me slash subscribed on twitch twitch q a 4 p.m today friday which is today 4 p.m uk time make sure you're setting your notifications and stuff so that you're part of that and also keep supporting the movement which you lot already know what to do but there's newcomers out there who don't already get the script so i have to rehearse them lines and say them again and again as i said fundamentally i hope everyone's doing well and safe it's friday i hope you're all looking back over a week of accomplishments moving that much closer to your hopes dreams goals and aspirations if not we go again next week in it it's as simple as that the beautiful thing and the harshest thing about life is it simply goes on so depending on your attitude or how you see it you can better your life or you can just accept where you're at but sadly the world's just going to keep going no matter what we're going through so hope you've all had a good day not going to sit here and lie, there actually isn't that much to talk about from an Arsenal perspective. Obviously, I'm saving it for my 11.30 live stream. So by the time you lot are seeing this, I'm probably sure I'm loading up the 11.30 live stream. Daniel Ek, his name, we've been wondering, where is this guy? We've been putting out the Batman sign. Where is he? You know, and he's been nowhere to be seen in terms of Arsenal's transfer business, especially because we're linked with positive names. We did do some business early. I know the bulk of the business, the nitty gritty addressing the midfield Getting a centre-half at this moment in time over the line, even though Ben White is, has, has signed his deal to the public, it's not known. And obviously, right back, there's still glaring areas in our team that, in my opinion, will fall short. Um, obviously, with the exception of centre-half, because Ben White is coming in. Um, so... It is what it is. If you're a Chelsea fan, you know Jules Oconde could be signing for you lot. Apparently, they tracked him for two years. I know there's concerns over his height, but for me, having watched him blossom at Seville and, and come into the game at Bordeaux, I think he's a good signing for them. Obviously, he's got a long way to go. You saw in the international period, in the Euros, you know, he's still got a long way to go before he really hits them quality levels. But I think he's a quality player. He might not be the biggest or the tallest or the most composing of figure, but that Jules Oconde guy reads the game well. Well, you know he's got scope to grow and develop he's good with in, in terms of being a modern day defender he's good with the ball at his feet for his size he is good in the air in my opinion you know he is a good reader of the game he is a confident player and you know for 50 60 million euros which you're seeing them negotiate there, there's talk of throwing Zuma in there Zuma's actually been linked with West Ham I'm sure that'll be a good signing for West Ham that's a big signing for Chelsea and it you know it, it kind of addresses the elephant in the room what I feel is Chelsea at centre-half because Thiago Silva's been a great player was a fantastic signing for Chelsea and he'll be an even better leader this season but you know his best days are past him he's not got 10 years in the tank you know Rudiger allegedly wanted a new deal to draw him as one of the tops, the club's top um, top earners while I like Rudiger I don't think Chelsea should ever be in that and obviously you know it could get complicated because if they were to bring in Haaland you know that complicates their wage structure in itself so again you don't want to bring in these 
big money signings and then have someone like Rudiger on big money or you, you take a leaf out of Arsenal's book where you've got mediocre players on, on ridiculous wages to the point where not that I'm a pocket watcher or I watch people's finances but some of these players you genuinely cannot believe the sums they're on um, in a good and bad way there's good players in this team you can't believe they're on such modest week, um, weekly fees and there's some average players you know there's a third choice left back at this moment in time that is on 100 bags I'm pretty sure you know who should, you know, a certain guy who via Spain came through our academy, there's a centre midfielder and a centre-back technically ahead of him in the right-back pecking order. And a 29-year-old that's, you know, that's that's hardly used by Arteta. They're all better than him, you know. We're a team that's done the expensive free signings of Kalajinac, William and, and Mkhitaryan. So it is what it is. I don't think Rudiger should be in that position. And maybe, potentially, you know, Chelsea, I know Rudiger was out of favour with their last gaffer. They might have to cash in on a man rather than let him walk. Although it could be because he's a leader, because he gives him something, keeping him for a year and letting him leave on the free. Or hoping to convince him. But I think it's one in, one out. So like I said, Rudiger's acting over, over his future. Thiago Silva's not going to be there forever. They want to keep Christensen. Pardon me, but time will tell. Obviously, you've got Aspilicueta isn't going to be there for too many years and Reese James, who can technically play at centre-half. So I do think Chelsea needed to bring in a centre-half, maybe even another one. Not so much to sold this window, but it's something to earmark. Obviously, on top of that, I'm sure as Chelsea fans, the big one is the striker. I can't understand how Arsenal are linked with Littoro Martinez, which we're not going to get, but Chelsea aren't because at some point, they're going to have to either, either exhaust their options and aggressively go for Haaland. Whether they get him or not, it's a different story. I'm sure if you're Chelsea fan you're hoping you get him if you don't then you know it's to be expected you know it seems like he's destined for Real Madrid but there are other targets there's talk of Lukaku you've got Latoro Martinez I'm sure there's a bunch of other names I'm sure there's lesser talents that on the paper you don't know if you're going to get what I feel Chelsea need considering they won the champs in their system someone who can get 20 league goals but he might have the scope to be they might have to do the potential thing I do think it would be disappointing if I was a Chelsea fan and we never got a striker especially after you know, winning the Euro, I mean, I man said Euros, winning the, well, to be fair, Jorginho won the Euros, so did Emerson, um, winning the Champions League and things like that. You do need to build upon your squad because on paper, you know, if I'm Thomas Tuchel, you've got Werner there, you could be used, Tammy Abraham, probably days are numbered. You're probably looking at, and assuming no one's bought, Havertz false nine and, you know, that's that that could be hit and miss. And I think his time is, you know, uh, Havertz played everywhere under these two gaffers, to be fair. And it, it looks more coordinated under, under Thomas Tuchel. But I do think he needs a bit of stability. He needs to lock down one role, be known for playing in that 10, be known as a false nine, be known as a deep line midfielder, wherever he's played, be known for that, lock it down and then you know, you start doing the other things because it just feels in today's football, everybody does everything, but they're not really excelling at one particular thing. And this is away from Havertz, you know, you look at strikers, most strikers nowadays, you don't even know if they're a striker or a winger, but they can occupy them three positions without really being a master of one. You know, a winger that's able to play up front or a striker that's able to play on the wings. It's everybody's fluid, can do everything, but it's not, an, not a master sort of thing. Do you get it? So... It is where it is. We'll get back into the transfer news in a sec, people. In fact, on that, you know, we might as well cover the transfer news that I have at the top. Allegedly, West Ham have signed Paris Saint-Germain goalkeeper Ariola on loan. I mean, Arsenal, considering we need a second-choice keeper, that could have been good for us. Allegedly, Colin Gallagher is set to join Crystal Palace on loan despite interest from Newcastle and Leeds. That would be a great signing. First and foremost, he's in London, so he's still, you know, it's not too far from where he probably, you know, he won't have to move too far. Um, Crystal Palace is a big club. 
club, you know. As someone who plays for Chelsea, I know they're technically in Cobham and things like that, but you should know what you, you should have an idea of what the South London or South West area looks like. I know Chelsea is uh, is a t- class as a West London club, but forgive me, they're closer to Fulham, which is South West. Um, Conor Gallagher would be a big signing for Palace. As we know, they've brought in Elise, you know, they've brought in Justin Anderson, they've brought in Gurhi, they're bringing in quality Palace. And I think, you know, obviously you've got to let them gel and things, but they're doing all they can. Because for me, I honestly believe the priority for Palace is staying in the league because of the changes at that squad. You know, I think they've got a big team and obviously they've got big um, PV4, Patrick Vieira as the gaffer. So we're all supporting Crystal Palace. Or I am anyways, when Arsenal's not playing, I'm only not supporting Palace for two games out of the season when we play them um, and I think Collar Gallagher will be a good signing for them I think with Collar Gallagher he probably just needs a couple of bodies at Chelsea's to leave you know the midfield is congested and on the on, on, on the face of that it's tough in it you know he can't do what Kante does so he's not going to get ahead of Kante unless someone that's a younger Kante comes through their academy they're probably going to buy someone else for that role. There's been talk of Declan Rice. Whether he's worth £60 million is another thing. Um, Kovacic, unless he leaves, Bo is t- difficult to get in ahead of him. And the same obviously goes for Jorginho and what he offers to the team. So it's just a sake of bodies. You know, I do think Billy Gilmore can make a meal of things after this loan spell at Leeds. I mean, man said Leeds, sorry, at Norwich and do his thing. Colin Gallagher, it might just be you might have to leave and Chelsea might say, you know what? And Chelsea understand it, you know. I do think... Chelsea could do a lot more with their young players. I do think Chelsea's bridge to the first team is overstated because of the transfer ban. Um, and I do think there's been one or two players, you know, Tomori, Gerhi. I'm like, why couldn't they get an opportunity? But I do think fans cry a lot about, about players. I, I think people fail to understand. While I'm not saying this should be the minimum, to, for just one academy prospect to be in your first team and be a proper first teamer is a blessing. You know, not everyone's going to make it. You're going to get the Reese Jameses, you know. Tammy Abraham can leave with his head held high. But I'd say our class, Tammy Abraham, Reese James, Hudson Odoi is making it because they've been gone into the first team you're going to have some players that probably aren't quite good enough probably players that should be sold as well like Colin Gallagher might be moved on I'm not saying he's not good enough but the pathway sort of thing like Tamori like Gurhi these guys might develop and become better and things but certain players it's just not going to happen I always say it certain players are going to be first teamers certain players are going to be squad players rotation options certain people are going to be part of the team up for a couple of years and then have to be sold and certain people are going to have to be sold straight away you know you can't have everyone and that a time where Chelsea are concerned with winning the Champions League, while you want to see one or two youngsters get uh, get away in, they need ready ready made guys. You know, you know they're not spending 60, 70 odd million euros on Juzo Conde for him not to be first choice. You know, I'm sure Tammy should get more opportunities. I'm sure there's probably a next striker there, but they're looking for a striker, and you know. You, <laughs> Chelsea are always going to look for midfielders and wingers and things like every other team. So, again, if you're not cutting the mustard, you're not there. Obviously, throw Mason Mount into that story as well with the Cobham boys who have made it. Um, allegedly, Danny Calverhouse signed the contract extension for Real Madrid until 2025, doing what Varane and Ramos failed to do um, in staying at the club. Um, away from that, you know, congratulations to Virgil van Dijk. He returned... Um, to action for Liverpool in pre-season after obviously suffering at ACL. We wish Van Dijk all the best from a neutral point of view. We hope he gets fit and, you know, be nice to see him at the World Cup and just being part of Liverpool, an ever-present guy, because 
Forget football for a sec. The mental health journey you must go on with an ACL problem because you're a professional athlete, you're a male and things like that. And us males, you know, when we feel like we can't do something for ourselves, we, we, we suffer in silence and, and it's, it's a mental journey. And I imagine Van Dyke must be a proud man. Like I said, he probably struggled to go to the toilet at a sec because he bust his leg. You know, forget football at a sec. Injuries are really a, a humbling experience and it tests your mentality. But if there's one thing about Van Dyke, he's a mentality monster. So, you know, I'm happy happy to see him Gomez anyone else who's been struggling with injuries just to see them back and around their team and things long way to go but it is what it is as you lot know I think I didn't watch the game but Celtic um, lost to FC Michelin I believe people and they're now out of the Champions League and their manager has said blame me for the lack of transfers and said he might he should have pushed harder to the board and things like that to get signings over the line so it is what it is in that regards folks um, as you lot know people it's widely anticipated that you're going to need either to test negative or a covid sort of passport to get in major venues in society but like football like me over here in the uk if football's gonna do it then it's a matter of time before pubs and clubs and the rest of it does it and one has to wonder when stadiums are at full capacity how actually are you in real time going to be able to conduct these tests and all of these sort of things but for what it's worth the premier league wants all clubs to trial covid19 ticketing measures ahead of possible government mandated passports from october the first chelsea obviously became the first top fight club to announce fans would need to pr would need proof of being vaccinated or having a negative test result in order to attend games this coming season Tottenham will will obviously trial the same measures for for their friendly against my team Arsenal on the 8th of August allegedly Arsenal could follow suit we've got a game at the Emirates on Thursday I mean on Sunday which I should I'm saying the wrong days I've got tickets for it I should be there clubs will be allowed to run trials in pre-season friendlies or Premier League games with the season beginning on the 13th slash 15th of August as you lot know there is as once again I'm reiterating there could be tightening of rules come the 1st of October people um, Chelsea will actually check fans COVID status at the point of entry to the ground and are confident that procedures will be able to be in place to account for larger groups of fans arriving shortly before kickoff. However, there is an acceptance some clubs that it might not among some clubs that it might not be possible to check all fans tickets once stadiums are at full capacity. So we're going to have to see how that one there actually develops folks and how it comes along and all of those sort of things people. But who knows, who knows, who knows. Um, if we start looking at the transfer business people as I said you know Varane's completed his move to Man United for uh, Conde seems to be going to Chelsea one minute Paul Pogba might stay at United then he's gone a bit like Kylian Mbappe one minute he's going to leave on a free to P um, from PSG next year to Real Madrid then he's leaving this year then he's signing a new deal um, I also didn't say it but you, as you lot know there's too many to count there has been one or two friendlies Arsenal didn't go pre-season for the very reason one or two friendlies are starting to get cancelled because of COVID outbreaks or just to, 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 to just you know prevention is better than cure sort of thing I know uh, Man City have had a bit of a terrible time with pre-season they've had to cancel a couple um, I'm sure Man United I can't I might be wrong they've had to cancel two including the one I'm about to speak about if not it's just one um, Man United have cancelled their friendly at Preston after a COVID outbreak people and um, a small number of, co of, of positive COVID-19 cases were identified at the Premier League club as you lot know it's concerning and one has to wonder 
what that might mean for either QPR or Brentford because I'm sure Man United has played both of them teams recently. Um, obviously, hopes and prayers are with everyone. Hopefully, it's not it's not serious, but apparently the individuals are now self-isolating pending the results of further tests. United have said they've cancelled the game at Preston purely as a precautionary measure. Apparently, it's a mixture of both players and staff in isolation after can conducting such tests so United said at this stage we do not expect further disruption following sorry we do not disrupt we do not expect further disruption around our forthcoming matches but we will continue to follow Premier League protocols in this regard so yeah people and for what it's worth any Manchester United fan who purchased tickets for the Preston game will be given a full refund fair play it is it is well it is people in that regards um so yeah man it is what it is. But getting into transfer business now, um, as I said, you know, if you're a Chelsea fan, you're waiting for Conde, Man United, you're seeing what's going on with Varane. And obviously, you know, you brought in Varane, you're seeing what's going on with Pogba. Sorry, if you're Celtic, allegedly Celtic are interested in signing Tottenham's, um, Tottenham's former goalkeeper, England goalkeeper, Joe Hart. Um, he played 10 times last season, people. But he actually has not played in a league, in a league game since 2018. So he might... You know, to join a big club like Celtic, a team that could offer you trophies. I know they didn't beat Rages to the league title, you know, and I would be, I would love for Hart to go there and, and whatnot, man. To say you played for a team like Celtic, I don't think you can afford to turn that down at this stage of your career. But then again, he's got a nice gig for him at Spurs. He's clearly third choice. He's clearly someone that's probably going to get to do his coaching badges there. He was clearly definitely under Jose, someone that was almost a, not a teacher's pet, but almost an assistant, but a coach, a bit like Lalana at Liverpool, you know, echoing what the manager said. And, and, and them things there he was obviously allowed to do his media duties I'm not sure Celtic are going to allow all of that people so we're going to have to see what happens in that regards moving on in the tra in in relation to the transfer stuff people as you lot know Jack Grealish seems to be the next big money signing you know Man, United, Man City apologies and Aston Villa seem to be in talks to reach a, dis a, a conclusion over his future based on some reports they say he's torn between staying at Villa and going to City and you know obviously you would be Villa's all he's known he's been you know Jack the lad the villain captain and things and he's stayed through thick and thin he's got promoted he's done all the business for them he's got call up to England you know I would love him to be a one club man for Villa but at the end of the day you know he's 25 right now what what's going to happen to him if he stays there you know relinquishes the chance to play in the Champions League assuming they don't get that and win trophies at 35 they're going to tell him like Liverpool did with Gerrard like we're not counting on you anymore you know we give you a new deal you might get a testimonial you might be a bit part player and there's nothing wrong with that that's because at the time the game would have left him so my point being he needs to there's there you can have love but you need to remove emotion and do what you need to do at 25 where are you going to improve more as a player is it under is it at Aston Villa or is it at Man Manchester City? With respect to Villa, he's a big fish in a, in, in a somewhat small pond. He's the alpha male. At City, I'm not saying he's not. But him being a good player, him being a technical player, him being a match winner, him being a maverick, he, him being one of the best in the league slash in world football, it doesn't mean anything because that should be a minimum requirement to be at Man City. You know, you're not amazing if everyone's amazing. In that environment, you're average sort of thing. I'm not saying he's average. I'm painting a picture, you know. So being in a competitive environment, playing under a manager like Pep Guardiola, 
Guardiola, who is going to improve you and change your thinking and probably change you a lot off the field, you know, what goes into your body, how you conduct yourself and things, you know, how you hear he wants to use him. We know, for me, I, pl- I, I you could play Jack Grealish in a 4-3-3 in an 8 role. You hear that's what Pep Guardiola wants to do. He can obviously play off the left. He can play in the 10, you know, and do all of these things. These are things you're going to get. And for him, you're obviously more likely to win sporting honours. You know, you're going to, I firmly believe people like Grealish play better with better players with respect to Aston Villa because obviously if they have Buendia and things he'd link up well but I just think you've seen little bits and 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 flashes for how he links up with Foden on that left hand side for England or on the pitch for England so imagine on a full-time basis with everybody the many options we could sit here and speak about so it would be stupid for for me for him not to go at 25 I think you've you've done it the hard way you know you can you, you've stayed at Villa there was many a times you could have left you almost done yourself dirty and joined Spurs I don't think any Villa fan can begrudge him you know he actually has four years left on his deal and I think Villa have a good chance of, of, of keeping him but he's got to look at it without emotion in my opinion allegedly Pep Guardiola hopes to have this deal in place in time for the community shield on the 7th of August so you're looking at the next week or so apparently you know Aston um, apparently Premier League champion City however have begun negotiations with Villa for the playmaker and a decision about whether a deal for Grealish can be struck and is expected to be made within the next few days so his one seems to have more legs to it than Harry Kane I think Harry Kane's got to do his part people Allegedly, Mino Rinola's offered Pogba to Liverpool. Now, I'm not sure Liverpool are going to make that happen, so it's a non-starter. Um, in, on relation, in relation, better yet, to Chelsea's Jules Oconde pursuit, allegedly, Sevilla want a deal close to €80 million, Euros, £68 million if they are to sell him. Apparently, there's a 20% sell-on clause um, for due for Bordeaux. Quite a flip, you know. Quite a flip for everyone. For Bordeaux, made good money on, a, on, a, on an academy prospect, and you're getting 20%. For Seville, you've had him for two years you've taken him i assume from a modest fee to 68 million euros and cut off 20 percent. you've done all right you know apparently speaking of 20s the number 20 um west ham are preparing a 20 million bid for chelsea's kurt zuma who is said to prefer a cross london move rather than to be used as a make weight in the seville chelsea deal for jules Oconde. So, yeah, allegedly Edison is set to be handed a three-year contract extension at Manchester City. Arsene Wenger allegedly has been linked with the vacant Swiss role people, Switzerland job, and apparently he's up for it. Apparently there's talk scheduled, so hopefully Father Wenger can get back into management. Um, personally, I would have preferred him for England or France, but I do think the international game is 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 up his street. Allegedly, Sergio Dex has rejected offers. Apologies, people. Early. Sorry has rejected offers from Borussia Dortmund, Bayern Munich and Arsenal um, to join them and leave Barcelona. Tottenham are set to increase their bid for Argentine centre-back Christian, Christian Romero. Apparently, Ben White of Arsenal has completed the second part of his medical yesterday and is all but an Arsenal player. All that's missing is an announcement. Lukaku has made it clear that he does not want to return to Chelsea, allegedly, and intends to stay at the it- Italian um, champions Inter Milan. Um... So, yeah, man, apparently Kieran Trippier expects his move to Manchester United to take until the end of the transfer window to go through. Apparently, Arsenal are ready to listen to offers for William as they try to reduce their wage bill. I mean, listen to offers. You should have listened to Logic before you signed him. And you're prepared to listen to offers now. You should have been trying to get rid of him. AC Milan want another player from Chelsea following Olivier Giroud and allegedly want Hakim Ziyech. Real Madrid are open to letting Odegaard leave, people. You know, which I'm tired of speaking about Odegaard. Check my other content out. Um, 
So it is what it is. Apparently, Benzema is set to sign a contract extension at Real Madrid, keeping him until 2023. Newcastle still want to take Axel Tenshebi from Manchester United and have leapfrogged Aston Villa allegedly in that regards, people. That was one website. Let me see if there's any other transfer news, people. Sky Sports. Let's go on the Sky Sports Transfer Centre, people, as you do. See what's going on in the transfer centre. How could PSG fund Paul Pogba? Like, oh, a big fan of people acting like, like PSG are broke. Apparently, Chelsea have lowered the Tammy Abraham asking price to around £35 million to try and drum up interest from clubs with Aston Villa, West Ham and Arsenal interested in the 23-year-old striker who bagged 12 goals in 33 appearances last campaign for Chelsea, folks. Latoura Martinez would only leave Inter for Spain. We did hear he wanted either Real Madrid or Barcelona. So we'll have to see what happens in that regards, people. Let me see what else there is. Man United are in the mix to sign Ruben Neves. I think I've, I think I've covered them, really, people. You know, I would have thought there would have been more noise surrounding Harry Kane and all of that, but there isn't. There, there actually isn't people at least a Lewis Baker thing you ain't seen nothing you know Locatelli to Arsenal links again I'm not even bothered to read that out we know the man wants, <laughs> wants Juventus let's forget about that what else is there so there doesn't appear to be I think we've actually spoken about everything like I said it's a slow it's a slow day in the world, people. There actually is not that much to speak about, but somehow we've been here for 20-odd minutes. Let me do a quick little browse of The Athletic again and see what there is to discuss, people. There must be some emerging headlines and things like that. Let me see in real time. Apparently, Leicester to share plans to expand King Power Stadium to 40,000 in August. They're doing everything they can. Apparently, Freddie Woodman is on standby to start this season as Newcastle's number one, following a you know a loan spell at Swansea where they just missed out on promotion, losing the playoff final. Alex Tellez is set to miss the start of the season for Manchester United with an ankle injury. Now he's someone that's linked with a move away. Uh, you know, Seamus Coleman has signed a one-year extension at Everton until 2023. Um, Shea Given apparently has left his Derby County first-team coach role. So yeah, that. That's all there is in today's day and age, people, in, well, in relation to today's podcast. So, yeah, we've covered the transfers. We've touched on a one, two other pieces and things like that. Somehow we've made it work, people. Like I said, I'm back online at 11.30 a.m. By the time you're listening to this on YouTube or whatever, it should be close to the time. So hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, set your reminders. Also, 4 p.m. UK time, exclusive to Twitch. Make sure you're following me on Twitch, Deluded Guna. Literally that simple. It's Q&A business. I'm going to need all your questions. One love to all the supporters out there. You know, everyone who takes in my podcast, everyone who supports me on YouTube and the rest of it. Um, I really appreciate it and I'm very thankful so yeah please make sure you like comment share and subscribe most most importantly stay safe and everybody listening everyone supported i'm wishing you a blessed not only friday but a blessed life i hope you know you are filled with first and foremost good positive health you know good health health is wealth you ain't got health it don't matter how much money you have on the topic of money i hope you lot achieve financial freedom and never have to struggle or worry about bills again and i hope you lot just you know any other goals in terms of live leveling up qualifications all of these sort of things i hope 
hope you all attain them easily. I just want the best for all of you lot, you know, regardless of who you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. So on that topic, one love for listening and taking me in, folks. Hopefully I've provided some value. I, I told you lot before, I love doing these podcasts with you guys. It's one of my favourite bits of content. On that note, though, however, I'm going to have to love and leave you. People deluded, I'm out. God bless. Peace. Bow.